life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. told that I must start at least four blog posts a week. <laughs> and I'm always in trouble with somebody because I never seem to finish them. I have this great beginning and I find this comment or something that's going on in the world and I write and write and write and then to the point where it's like, uh, I'm over it. Because I find myself going in a different direction and I keep asking why don't I finish all these posts I start because in my own personal opinion they're quite good (laughs) and sometimes they magically finish on their own and then sometimes they just go to my blog pile you know don't you have a file where it's like unfinished business and I've got blogs and blogs and blogs in there and so I was thinking why do I keep on doing this to myself and I get myself in trouble with the powers of D because I'm supposed to be doing it every week or even once a day if I can manage that. And so, you know, I was thinking about it, and the reason is because so much is going on in the world, and we're so interconnected between all the Internets. From the world, the current events are, like, happening every minute of the day, aren't they? Back in the day, we didn't have that kind of instantaneous, and whether it's American politics or world politics like it is in Istanbul this week, or you've got crimes and crime solutions, and then you've got those famous people doing their normal everyday stuff that just kind of captures our attention. But it's only for a split second. And you have to take the whole human relations field and all the current events and put them all together side by side. And it's like there's too much input coming in. It's it's just too much for the human brain to take care of sometimes. And I think my blog posts reflect that continuous movement of things that are happening. And, of course, you've got the whole spiritual genre out there that has a litany of relevant topics going all over the world. And sometimes I just have to stop. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I just have to stop reading and I have to stop. Just take a step back and figure out what tangible things I need to talk about and what's really trending that's relevant to my own life. And it's like you have this your internal search engine that figures out what validates your own personal perspective or what can add value to your own thoughts and opinions as you go through your daily life. And so I was like scouring for stuff, and I've always talked about no accidents. That's kind of a weekly event, isn't it? Every week I talk about no accidents. But... As most of you know now, I'm starting to work on my July series, which is I'm highlighting nonprofit organizations. And I came across this article that was so relevant to what we were talking about in July, which is nonprofit, and how to legitimize networking 
different nonprofit organizations and how to go about it. And I was on uh, one of my colleagues' Facebook page. Her name is Amy Sue Crumb, and she's one of the newest published authors out there. And she reposted this article on her Facebook page, and I thought it was really interesting and quite relevant to what we're going to be talking about in July. The article was written through the new the Times investigation with CIR and CNN, and it's entitled America's 50 Worst Charities. Well, bingo, there was the article right in front of me of what I was talking about and what we're going to be uh, visiting in July on the program. And the article goes into all these different charities, but there's a few things I want to highlight. The good news that I found out in that article is that we're still a heavy nation of givers. You know, um, they were talking about a $1 billion worth of giving. Now, they were saying that the not-so-good news about that $1 billion is that, according to the article, we need to be more selective about who we're giving our donations to. Apparently, and I know this is just sad connotation on society as a whole, but there's some charities that they talked about specifically in this article that are not working for their end client, which is the person for the the charity that it's surrounded right, they're not working towards the best interest of those people the charity is built to pound. In fact, in the article, it was reported that some of these charities are spending less than 3% per dollar of giving back to those in need. You know, that just took my breath away. And unfortunately, I have to say from my own personal experience with some nonprofits, I believe this statistic because I've lived through some of that myself. And you want to hope that it's an isolated incident. But according to this article, it seems that it's much more prevalent in than what we know through charities. And You know, we don't want to go to that place of being skeptics about everything. But what I took away from the article is that we really need to pull back sometimes. And in our altruistic tendencies, which is good, we want to share to the less unfortunate. But maybe it's a better solution to step back and do our own investigation of what charities and or nonprofit organizations that you want to gift your own hard-earned money and or goods and services. So this is what I want to do in July, and we'll piggyback on that and say, you know, maybe a better solution is to really keep the dollars amount in your own community. It talked about how local communities are doing some better work than these large conglomerates and corporate uh, nonprofits that are out there among us. And so that brings me to my goal of what I did in July. Now, mind you, I didn't read this article before I came up with the topic of nonprofits. I actually, it came out last week, I think, um, Amy posted it, but I'm not sure, it, in the last couple of weeks. So it was before and after I decided to do this nonprofit. 
So with that, I really want to take July and I want to go over what that series is about for the entire month of July. I really want to highlight smaller, less known nonprofit charities. You know, if you've ever worked with some of them, they struggle for every dollar they get through the door. And their needs are so high just as much as the larger ones but unfortunately, there's so many of these grassroots um, nonprofits out there, they don't get a lot of highlights other than in their local communities. So I thought it would be a good idea that I turned over the month of July for the four weeks to highlight these organizations that are struggling and do our part to help them keep alive and working maybe just one more year. Now, I want to remind you the deadline for the entries of the contest. You have to go into my Facebook page at Jillian Moss Backman, or there's an events page that's for this event in July. And you want to post your link to the nonprofit organization that you would be interested in putting into the contest that we're having of all the different nonprofits. And the way it's going to be done is it, it's broken down into four categories. It's medical, social, children, and the arts. The response has been great. I mean, I've been getting a lot of different entries that are coming in over all the four categories, but I'd love to hear about yours and the one that you champion for yourself. One of the things you find out is that a lot of times tragedy in people's lives they wind it around and move it into something that has a calling for them, and it's their way of giving back. So a lot of these people that started these grassroots nonprofits came out of their own tragedy, and now they're trying to help others out of the same situation. What a lovely gift to give to the world. So what you want to do is post the link on one of those four categories, and then from there, we're going to gather them up, and it's only till June 15th you have, because i got to line everybody up and make arrangements for people to be on air with me to represent each charity. And then we're just going to throw them all in a hat from each category, and then I will pull a winner, and then I will be contacting you in the next couple weeks by the end of June, because we need to kick this off the 1st of July. So there's a few things I need to ask you. Make sure you have a good spokesperson because when I'm ready to contact that your organization, if you're chosen, you need to be able to speak for an entire half hour on your cause. Now, one of the feedbacks I've been getting is that people are kind of panicking about being on um, national media coverage. There's a misconception out there sometimes that Blind media attention is always going to be negative. Now, listen, if you've been listening to me for the past, I don't know, 15 years or so, I know when to push forward and really get on top of guests and when to push back. I'm not trying to set anybody up, and this will be an, an interview about your organization. Now, you do have to be able to speak well, and you do have to be able to answer some of the harder questions I might be throwing at you, 
but I'm not against your organization. A lot of times people think media is against the whole world and that we're going to find those holes and exploit you. That's not what I'm doing. That's not my style. So I have to really work with you and make sure that you're able to articulate your own uh, cause on air. So make sure that you find somebody in your organization. I'm sure you all have someone that can really get down to the nuts and bolts and explain your organization well on air. Now, you have to remember, not only are you going to get a half hour on air. I feel like a salesperson today. (laughs) Not only are you going to get the free air time, but you're also going to be working with my publicist who writes articles, and I write articles, so there will probably be a blog post on it. We will tweet about it. So it's not just the actual radio time you're going to get on all the Internet connections that we use, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And those are all things that will be accompanying the actual end results of the airing of your half hour. So you really want to tell your friends to get in on it, or if you have something that has to be a registered nonprofit. That is one of the uh, things that we require. So you want to do is go back to Imagine Publicity. I know I just touched on it here very quickly. The actual contest rules and qualifications are listed at imaginepublicity.com. You can find there how you'll, your charity fits into one of the fat five four categories, excuse me. You cannot submit in two or more categories. You have to pick one. So make sure that you find the one that works and represents your corporation and nonprofit the best. So you can post it again at my Facebook page, Jillian Moss Backman, or the event page at Facebook, or you can even email me if you're interested in doing it privately at Jillian at JillianMossBackman.com. I think I covered everything. So remember, it's Saturday, June 15th is the last date. we got to start getting ready and prepare everybody to come on air first of July. So after the break, I want to talk about something I'm adding to the show, something new that I came up with. You know, my brain thinks over time, so we'll talk about that right after this break.
looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. I was just thinking after the break, are you guys crazy? I'm offering free airtime to anybody that registers for a nonprofit organization, really seriously. And I will do my very best to make it as authentic and real for all of you and really champion your causes. So please, tell your friends. Let's let's make this very exciting for four important people and groups that are doing their darndest to change the world. That makes me very happy. So please, tell your friends, and let's get this really rolling in July so we can make a lot of people happy. Every morning I get on the Internet like the rest of you, and, you know, the latest thing is what's trending now, and they have this whole list of things. And, you know, I try to go through it because I have to stay relevant with what's going on in the world. And, I pick and choose like the rest of you, and some of them are goofy, starstruck things that I really don't care about too much. And the other part is like really dark and disconcerting. I try to weed through that heavy stuff, you know, because you always hear spiritual people saying, stay positive, (laughs) stay with the positive stuff, only read the positive stuff. Well, you know, my thoughts on that is you got to have a little good with the bad, and you got to know what's going on. You can't just stay with the positive all the time, but at least I try to stay positive with the posts that I do and the tweets, and some days it's just more challenging than others. So I was thinking about this, and and this morning it hit me, why am I not doing my own spiritual trends myself? So if you're not on Twitter yet or you don't follow me, I'm starting this new thing on Twitter, and we'll see how it goes, because it's like, okay, I'm finishing those blog posts, but this is another avenue to put out these little thoughts that come in my head and pass through and let them out to the world so I can go on and finish those silly blogs I haven't finished. Anyway, so I have two accounts. It's Twitter at Change Already or Jillian Moss Backman, and that's J-I-L-L-I-A-N. M-A-A-S-B-A-C-K-M-A-N. I decided that why not I jump on the bandwagon and we're going to start doing spiritual trends. Let's start talking about positive spiritual things on there. And the one that I started with, and it's on my Twitter account now, and you can find it all over, obviously, or you're going to have to start following me to get these spiritual trends. So what I wrote about in popped on today is something I've been thinking about now for probably about a year and a half, and someone already jumped the gun and posted something about it. In fact, it's an amazing new book, and I think it's going to be a good post that you should read that could really start a good dialogue out at the water cooler where you guys work. Is spirituality a trend? 
And I've been thinking about this, and of course I've written some blog posts, but I'm not quite, I don't have it all figured out in my head because it's meant, some of you recall, you know, it may be a passing fad like bell-bottom jeans and free love in the 60s, you know. This guy, his name is Philip Sheldrake, I'm terrible with names, Sheldrake from Oxford, Oxford University is publishing this book, and it's called Is Spirituality a Passing Trend? Now, I read excerpts from it, and I think it's a good beginning for the spiritual trend tweets I'm starting to to get over. I would love to hear what you have to say about this. I'm thinking about doing something pretty close to that in the month of September, but I'm lining up guests that I think are appropriate. And I'll give you an example. One of the things, you know you've been in the industry a long time when you see things come and go and words like authenticity and openness and oneness and millions of books and all that good stuff. One of the things that I've been watching is I watch therapy, and Reiki was a big deal for years. And then it just got flooded, like a every other person was a Reiki master and doing Reiki. And I thought that was great because it needs to perpetuate itself and keep going. But the newest craze is shamanism. Now, I have a friend of mine and a colleague of mine that's been working in the shamanism world for years, and so now it seems that Reiki is being replaced by shamanistic stuff, which I think is good, but I'd like to hear what you think. Is it just a passing phase, like the spirituality trend is going on, or is this something that's good for us? You know, is this something that we should incorporate in our daily lives, whether we call it Reiki, shamanism, or yoga, or meditation? Are these kind of fads that come in and out okay in the spirit world? You know, it's it's like in fashion, we don't take we don't take that much effort and emotional pride in bell-bottom jeans or, you know, fringed handbags. But our spirituality is something that we anchor our own reality around, how we see moral judgments, how we take people's hands, how we work and unite ourselves towards a common cause of the good. Is it okay to have trends within the category of spirituality. You know, I I wonder about that. I think about that and I come across people that are doing aspects of the gamut from animal whispers to crystals and runes and everything else. And there's so many millions of people that are doing their own niche in that area. Is it okay? Is it okay that we allow people to express themselves through different therapies or is it a place of the non-touchable that we should only have a certain way of expression and if you're not in that way of expression, does that mean you're really not a spiritual person? 
I've been thinking about that a lot, and I really like this man's book from Oxford University. So please go over and find that tweet today and join in the conversation. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I get tired of regurgitating my thoughts in my head, so I love to listen to other people. I think it's funny that people get so annoyed with listening to other people's perspective, and for me, it's one of the most fun things I love to do. I love to be quiet and listen to other people's perspectives, especially in this genre of spirituality and religion. You know, because I, too, have a book inside the spiritual category, and it's inundated with so many books now and blogs and everything else, it's kind of hard to find your way. I think one of those things is you have to know yourself very well, and then maybe, just maybe, you build your spiritual practice around who you are in the middle. I'm not sure about that yet. I know that's the way I've gone about it, but there's millions of ways that people can figure out where their spiritual thoughts and where they land on the perspective. I'm working on my book, the second book, and the working title is Dense as a Doorknob or Light as a Feather. (laughs) And there's a whole lot of spirituality thought in between. You can imagine what one end versus the other end is. And is there a common ground? So I thought this is a great place to start with spiritual trending with this man and his book is Spirituality, a Passing Trend. I'm going to order the book. I'll read the book and you guys read the book and maybe we can have a discussion on on the points of the book and what he has to say. Next week, I want to finish up this month with more current events and more insight. Watch this week. I'm going to repost a blog that I wrote about the young boy that was killed in Florida, uh, the Zimmerman case that's coming to trial now. I think it's as, as relevant as when I wrote it when it first happened a year ago on Time's Up blog as it is now. So watch for that. I'm going to tweet that and put it back up on my website, JillianMossBackman.com. And let's discuss that during the week. And more importantly, don't forget to tell your friends about posting in the contest for the nonprofit for the month of July for that free airtime. For for a full half hour, we're going to talk about their specific nonprofit cause and charity. So make sure that you post that by June 14th, which is actually Saturday. And I want you all to really work on finding those nonprofits that deserve our attention. Don't you get tired of seeing the same old ones getting the same old stuff? That's where I'm at. And I really want to champion those small organizations that are doing the hard work just as much as the big organizations, but they're overlooked because they don't have enough critical mass out there for people to pay attention to them. But boy, are they doing the hard work out there. I've seen it. So remember, between now and then, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to go grow. I'll see you next week when we talk about more world issues and spiritual trending. Same time, high noon, blog. Thanks for joining Jillian today. 
Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. 